What up, Jay? Hey, just chilling. How's what it up? going, man? What up, Jay? Ah, nothing much. How you doing, dog? I'm doing great. That's great. Fuck yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited too. I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, that's great. Dude, crazy day. Crazy day? Not really. Oh. <laughs> just, just been a, it's been, uh, how would you feel if we're in this new studio? Did you listen to the new episode that came out? It, it sounds so good, bro. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. the mics are just like so crisp it's so good it's like i love this man this feel, I, yeah. it feels so professional yeah it's just great like i yeah. i have nothing but love for the studio right now man it's no. great i love this place it's uh i've uh, already marked my territory i've pissed all <laughs> over the walls i've uh you know i've farted <laughs> he did he did yeah. do that guys uh-huh. he's not lying i'm not <laughs> i did in fact lift up my asshole to the microphone <laughs> and i farted into it Someone's gonna be talking on the mic and get like pink eye or something. Uh, I might get pink eye. I'm just kidding. Shit, I yeah, I don't yeah. Know, maybe. I don't know how that works. I don't know either. <laughs> maybe the we'll shit find particles. Out. I don't know. Yeah, we'll Anyways. find out maybe. Yeah, man. So uh, what's new? Tell me what's uh, what's fucking. Uh, Dude, nothing much. Finals. I just. I don't want to write finals. Finals mm-hmm. are never fun to write. But I just want to write them and get them over with. Yeah. Like so fucking badly, because I. I spent a lot of time recently, in the last like week during the week, I, I didn't talk to anybody. Like I don't think I texted like anybody back unless it was like my mom. Cause I was just in my room cooped up working for like 12 hours a fucking day just on my homework. I wrote a 12 page uh, report for one of my classes and that took me like three days and it was hell. So I'm just, I just want the semester to be over so I can have like my three, four months of summer and actually live my life. Yeah. Cause I have a lot of, sh- I, lo- I have a lot of shit I want to do, man. I want to travel. I want, I want to find a girl that has a boat. <laughs> that is my, uh, that that's is your my goal. Plan. That's my goal for the summer. I need to boats find and a hose. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> like I just, I, I don't know any girls that have boats. Uh-huh. I know one. Unfortunately. And then you're going <laughs> to hop on the boat. Smooth sailing. Exactly. Just drink some fucking Bud Light on the boat, man. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not Bud Light. That's, oh, that's a fucking ass beer, man. Yeah. I like Sapporo. I'm a Sapporo guy. I'm a yeah. Japanese beer guy. No, I don't drink alcohol. That's a lie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that's dope. I'm excited for summer too. I have a lot of. Uh, I have some stuff I have to do after this even. Oh shit. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, you know me. I'm a procrastinator. <laughs> so. A little bit. Unlike you, you know, sitting in your room twelve. Hours. I've sat in my room twelve hours, but just, uh, you know, watching TV. Just watching TV, uh-huh. jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> Those two things. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. G.I. Jane was on, you know. (laughs) Demi Moore was on. It was incredible. Her bald head. Hell yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about Will Smith. No. It's been done to death. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Too many memes of that. I know. Anyways. Good though. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I enjoy it. (laughs) It's just just funny to me just watching people in Hollywood do Hollywood things because it's it's like they're not even real people, man. They're just always up to some stupid shit for no reason. Once you get that much power and fame it's like <sighs> i'm gonna go on stage and slap chris rock <laughs> yeah, right you know i don't know it's it's so stupid hollywood is a stupid ass place man yeah like just the whole concept of it like so let's get a bunch of like super rich white people together but all of them are also really dumb so mm-hmm. let's see what happens they have no real skills yeah they can just pretend really well they yo they play pretend really well <laughs> dude their whole job is to just mm-hmm. lie man and guess what? Guess what? We have these cameras, right? And they take pictures, but really fast. Yeah. And then we're going to, like, take a, lo- a bunch of pictures, like 24 in one second. Yeah. And then put that on this really big screen. And those pretenders, they're going to be on the big screen. Yeah. And they're going to get paid more than anybody else. They're going to get paid more than your firemen, yeah. your garbage men, and your teachers. Teachers, right? 
Dude, teachers don't have important to. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna talk about their fucking private lives to death. Yes, exactly. Did you know this pretender slept with this pretender's wife? Yeah, <gasps> like holy fuck, that's crazy. Like that's just insane, man. Dude, why, why, I don't know why that shit like makes like headlines in the news when there's so much like important shit going on in the world. I know. I the war in Ukraine is still going on right now, I but people just shit. forgot about it because yeah. the Oscars just happened. Yeah, <laughs> what? it's funny. Um, yeah, I know because uh, even like in the states, like the one of the Supreme Court justices, like top justice, his wife was texting like the Trump people during January sixth, telling him like, yeah, no, we have to do something about the stolen election. Supreme Court Justice, his wife, yeah, was texting one of the Trump people and wanted them to overthrow American democracy. What the fuck? But, you know, Will Smith. See, I didn't even know about that. Yeah. I did, this is but my first know, time hearing about this. Will Smith. Yeah, Will yeah. Smith. It's violence on TV. Crazy. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> um, I should introduce our guest here. He's a funny little guy. He's a tall white man. He's tall as fuck. Yeah, he's one of my favorite white men. What? Okay, one of okay. second, okay. second. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. All right, all right. I'm Greg, you're third. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I like to. Be you're actually fun. fourth, Greg. I put Ethan above you. Uh, next on the <laughs> next on the show, <laughs> our next guest is Ethan Skripnik. Hello, Ethan. Hello. Oh, don't look at me like that. <laughs> Like you want to sleep with me? Sorry, I just love making eye contact with people. Oh, I know you do, you yeah. dirty boy. <laughs> so, what's going on, man? How are you? Uh, I'm doing great, bro. I'm so excited for this. I honestly am. Like, yeah. I've always, me and my friends talk about doing a podcast constantly, and we just don't have the equipment. And then, out of fucking nowhere, uh, sorry, are we keeping this clean? No. 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 Okay. Fuck no. Out of, <laughs> out of fucking nowhere, bro, I see this whole setup. I'm like, this is so exciting. So, yeah. I'm buzzing right now. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, dog. A podcast is a lot harder than you would think. Mm. It's a fucking ton of time. A lot of yeah. planning. A lot of planning. Like, any idiot can just pull out their phone and make a podcast, but it's hard to make it good. Yeah. yeah. It's really hard to make it entertaining really. enough, right? Anyways, Ethan Skripnik. Yeah. Ethan Riley Skripnik. Ethan Riley. Riley Skripnik. Mm -hmm. Who are you? Uh, Well... I feel like I've done this so many times in my classes. It's like, <laughs> hi, I'm Ethan Skripnik. Yeah. I'm 20 years old. Uh, I make a lot of music. Um, me and my roommate and a few buddies uh, have been producing for a while now. Uh, we started meeting some new people in Calgary, getting some placements. I sold my first beat yesterday. That was huge. Oh, no way. Yeah, That's 20 bucks, bro. It was Ooh. so sick. And he's so good. He's so talented. Uh, super excited. Um, me and Ross go way back, basketball. First, I don't know, what, four years? That was uh, that we played together? Yeah. We played, I think, for three. three. It was like two and a half years. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. And then he moved away. Yeah. And it was terrible. Sad. Our team went downhill from there. But <laughs> did it really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's because you left. I think we all just kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I played basketball growing up, and then my coach was a dick, and I didn't get anywhere with it. So I started working out and making music. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much me right now, bro. Yeah, man. Hey. I actually wanted to talk to you first off about basketball because that's how I know you. Yeah. And that's where we've spent the majority of our time together, mm -hmm. off the court and on the court, grabbing each other's Asses. butts. Yep. Was that actually constantly? Happening? Yeah, constantly. <laughs> constantly. <laughs> no, nice, so nice. like, yeah, me and Ethan, <laughs> like they, even though I'm only six foot, with shoes, <laughs> they put me as a center. Yep. Which was interesting. <laughs> but um, 
so and Ethan used to play the power forward, which is what I like to play my position. Yeah. So me and this guy would actually fucking spend a lot of time. Yeah. I'd be guarding him most of the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's good to. You know, see you in a non-basketball setting where yeah. we're not getting food or fucking, you know. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it, it's almost like we were. It's almost like our relationship was specifically basketball, and then outside mm-hmm. of that, there wasn't a whole lot after. Yeah, because I left before we. Could, yeah, you know. exactly. So yeah. I, you know, and I didn't contact you for how many years, even though I said I would, which I feel bad about. Don't but, feel bad about that. <laughs> yeah, don't feel bad. I miss about you, bro. That's like I know. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm so excited for this, but yeah, but like, um, no. So how long were you playing basketball? Like, when did you start, where did you get into it originally? What was your origin story? Yeah, so I went to Langdon Elementary School. Uh, We had a coach named Mr. Roberts who saw I was growing pretty tall at a young age. Um, And he's like, you should join the basketball team. And then I met Brady, uh, who's my roommate now. He uh, got me into it, and same with Liam. And we, those are my two, two of my best friends. And we uh, tried out for the team, and I got on. I fucking sucked i was so bad but i worked hard that's really what made it for me um starting grade seven made the team was terrible started getting a lot better towards grade nine where um after i graduated from elementary or middle school you know um went to high school and then i tried out for the junior team coach really liked me so he put me on uh, yeah mr ledoux classic I love that guy. yeah no. i know that guy so much only good coach i ever had yeah yeah, I'm, I'm glad you missed Mitch, man. I'm glad you missed Mitch. Yeah. But um, yeah, I got hired, pretty much hired on by Ledoux. Um, played junior, grade ten, and then I went on to the senior team in grade eleven and twelve. I uh, was hoping to get college prospects, but I think you know, Mitch was my downturn. And I'm I'm actually very curious whether he's ever going to hear this because mm-hmm. I'm going to be brutally honest about it. I've had I've had two years to think about it um, and really come to terms with basketball because it was my life for yeah. seven years. Like, I really thought I was gonna try to actually go to college and you know get a scholarship and try to pay for my school, but the thing is, is that in my last year, Mitch, his, his respect me for me as a player was conditional mm-hmm. in a sense, and the fact that if I wasn't doing well, then I was a terrible player. If I was doing well, I was the best player on the oh, team. So. That's, that's demotivating. Yeah. It was, but. bro, it was like, he, and it was worse for other kids on our team because really? he would favoritize a lot. And there's a lot of arguments to be made. It's like you're trying to win, so you put on the best players. But the thing is, you can't make players the best if you don't believe that they can be kind right. of thing. Literally, if you yeah. just tell them to sit on the fucking bench, you can play next game, they're not going to get better anyway. Mm-hmm. So what's, yeah, the, exactly. what's the point? And the thing is, like, I'd miss two shots, he'd bench me. But if I made three shots, then he would keep me the entire game. So it was very rocky, killed my confidence a lot. And by the end of it, uh, we did terrible in playoffs, and my career ended there. Never went back. Yeah. So, Damn. and that's the thing. A lot of like, I know there's probably athletes listening to this, and there's a point where that just stops becoming your life. Mm-hmm. And I've heard Charles Barkley talk about this because, like, for those guys, it's like basketball is your life for like 25 years. Mm-hmm. You're playing in the pros, and then once you hit like 35, 36, and you retire, it's like, damn, mm. what is my life? For us, it just happened earlier. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, probably a good thing. Yeah. In the long run, but it was. It's interesting because I stopped. I moved to the United States, mm. and there it's a completely. It's not a different system, but kind of. Where they, I w- moved in the middle of high school, so I was going for the varsity team, and I had tried out with those guys. I was keeping up with them. The only part where I messed up was during a set play, that and I my assumption was like these guys probably knew that play since 
they probably grew up in the system. They know this play. I had never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not a game situation where you're, like, hyper-focused, where you can, like, okay, I know that play. Okay, I got it. So I, that's where I messed up, and then the next day I got cut. Mm-hmm. And Damn, I was, like, really? yeah. And oh. I was keeping up with, like, dude, these guys were, like, six seven, and I And they wanted me to play, like – so it's interesting because I – we played on the same team. I was the center. Yep. But I had trained to be like a forward. Mm. And I had watched guys like Barkley and Rodman and just hard workers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the reason why Ledoux put me on the team because he saw like I was one of the dudes who would like fucking dive on the floor. Yeah. And like I, they just needed me to be like the center, you know? But I kind of did play like that Draymond role where, well, not really, but like, you know what I'm saying? Where no, it's, like, I think that's undersized. a perfect way to describe it, actually. Like, definitely, like the, I think Draymond gets a lot of flack, but he's a hard fucking worker. Yeah. Like, He's part of the reason why a lot of teams win. Right. But anyway, sorry. Continue. Oh, no. Total, I mean, my point is, um, I don't even know what my point is. <laughs> when when you're outside of that, when you leave that, you have to actually discover what your interests are. Oh, 100%. Bro, I, if I can step in here. Go ahead. Uh, I was talking, this, this socio program I've been taking has been so eye-opening because my teacher is really good about talking to us about this kind of stuff. Um, it is really hard for athletes that grow up playing a single sport to get out of it because the thing is I didn't have a lot of interest outside of it besides video games or I don't even I can't even name anything else during that time it was like video games friends and basketball that's I had for seven years straight and the year that I stopped playing basketball because I played club up until I stopped the year I stopped playing basketball I went to a mental breakdown for like months bro because it felt like there was such a gaping hole in my life that was filled by basketball constantly that I now I had time to think and that just made it worse because I'm thinking like what do I do with myself now my dreams that I've been thinking of for the last seven years are just like there's no more chances for them like I could have tried but I it'd be kind of futile um when you say that let me tell you something my mom because I had told my mom the night like the day I got cut and my mom came and picked me up I was she was like are you gonna go for the team next year I was like not mom, that's not how it works. Yeah, like I, I could have the Michael Jordan story where it's like, you know, <laughs> that's yeah. the shit we always grew up hearing. It's like if you get cut, don't give up because Michael Jordan never played varsity or some shit like that. Yeah. You know, but like the amount of work that you have to put in, and then realizing you're undersized. Like Ethan, you're a tall guy. You're like what six, three? six three. The doctor says. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So and like, like even you at six three would be undersized for your position. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. So it's like you realize it's like you, something just hits you. It's like I got to fucking learn what I like. Mm. Because know? the thing is with sports growing up is that uh, there's a term for it. It's like opportunity cost. Mm-hmm. And what that is is um, you pursue one opportunity when you know you're giving up other opportunities. Right. And that's what the big issue is when you drop out of it so suddenly is that all these oppor- opportunities to grow and learn in something else were not there because you're so focused on one. And that's the cost of it. It's pretty much like what you sacrifice to do one thing. Exactly. The other thing that you sacrifice. I remember learning about that in one of my classes. It's I econom- think it was marketing. It's, yeah, economics, marketing. Yeah, something like that. But oh, it's it 100%. Econ- yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. It's true as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty terrible. But honestly, bro, like, the thing is, is that after I got over my pity party for myself with basketball, um, I found that it really, like, I have a step up on a lot of people. Uh, sports is a really good teacher. Um, I've learned how to work with people a lot better. Uh, I learned how to push myself, persistence. Um, there's like a few other things I can think of. I just can't think of right now, but especially with working out, I work out six days a week. I stay consistent and I completely, I completely give that to basketball because I would be doing that plus 10 every single day. Um, nice. 
and then with music as well like I, I there's times where I want to give up but I know that I shouldn't because if, if I give up then I won't get better kind of thing and I yeah. give that all to the sports that I play growing up so mm-hmm. basketball especially it's like it's something about the game man yeah it's like I don't know I I give a lot of what I how I am now to basketball you know oh yeah like one thing huge that it taught me was leadership you know mm-hmm. even though like I was never like a captain on our teams I feel like I was kind of like a locker room guy. Oh, I was like talking, bro. like I would talk to like fucking you guys, the fucking captains, yeah. and be like, "Yo, fucking, this is you fucking, this is your time to step up, dog." You mm-hmm. know, and that's one thing that's like taken me to where I am now and where I want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I can't all to basketball. Yeah, and all it's to the game. and the thing is with being the locker room guy is that it gives you confidence to say what you want, and usually after saying what you want for so many times, you're usually right after that because. Um, I could definitely see it in you for sure. And the fact that I don't see a filter that you have that a lot of people have in the fact that they kind of hold back because they're embarrassed about saying certain things or trying to seem like they're trying to be a leader kind of thing. Like I definitely see that in you and hundred percent is because of basketball. Facts. So, I mean, yeah, no, I, on the last episode I made an Osama bin Laden joke. <laughs> did you, did you cut no. that? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I was thinking about that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Canceled. Yeah. Canceled with two flowers. Russell Terry goes down as soon as he's on the come up. You know what else went down? I'm not going to go there. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I'm not going to go there. I can finish that one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a sex joke, actually. That's where I thought that was going. Sex with Osama Bin Laden? <laughs> That'd be great. That sounds like a great time. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's a crime in the fact that he's also dead. Yeah. As well. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> this um, is going downhill yeah. <laughs> very quickly. You know what else went downhill? <laughs> okay. American democracy. Oh, after oh, I thought we were gonna. Okay, nine eleven. Anyway, <laughs> good segue. All right. <laughs> that was a bit. We That's wrote that. Yeah. We wrote. Yeah. It was pre-prepared. Yeah. You said you're doing music now. Yeah. Tell me how you got into that. Was that a post-basketball type of thing? Yeah, so uh, it wasn't actually, it wasn't for a while, maybe a year after basketball, but Liam, so Brady, my roommate, you know Brady, Brady I know Jensen, Brady, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he actually expressed interest in wanting to come on here, so I'll talk to oh, you about right. that. But um, I like that guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. no, I, he's one of my best friends, uh, I love him to death, and he's been producing for probably six years now. Um, Whoa, really? Yeah, oh, he's been damn. doing it for a long time. I didn't know um, that. And so Liam kind of expressed interest because he didn't have any hobbies either. He quit basketball a few years before I did. So he was searching for stuff to do. And he really got into it. He started on GarageBand on his iPad. Um, you got to humble beginnings. Yeah, you got to start <laughs> somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, he talked to Brady and they started collabing. Uh, this, at this point, I hadn't talked to Brady for maybe like two years, something like that. We weren't really in touch. Um, and Liam just came out of the blue and talked to him, and they started collabing. And then Liam told me to get it. Uh, FL Studio is what we use. That's our DAW. Um, and then from there, we just searched up videos, how to do certain things, and we bounced off each other ideas and just started producing beats. Um, and, you know, I've been doing that for almost a year now. Hell yeah. So, and you yeah. made your first sale, did you say yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Dude, that's like, that's, that's so exciting. Like, that yeah. is huge. Man. It doesn't sound like a lot. You made 20 bucks off yeah. of one beat, but that's huge, man. Like, that oh, is yeah. the one that might just. That 20 bucks is priceless for my confidence, man. Yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, not everything has like a monetary value to Oh, it. exactly. 100%. Yeah. And I'm, I'm starting to learn that now. Like, growing up, is that like. I've always wanted to be rich and famous growing up. Everybody yeah, does because it course. sounds like an easy life. Um, 
But now that I'm growing up, I would really be happy if I just had enough money to do what I want and live happy. Literally, you don't yeah. need this much money, man. You like so many billionaires that you, yeah. you don't need that much money. No, you don't. What are you doing with it, that it's, money? It's it's not even value anymore. It's just yeah. something you have that allows you to do everything you want. But and it just brings problems. Yeah, <laughs> it just brings a lot of. I problems. I want to have Will Smith money. He was missing. Be able to slap Chris Rock kind of money and get away, and get away with it, and say no when they ask you to yeah. leave. And yeah. he still won the Grammy. Yeah, and then won a Grammy. After <laughs> and that. then he might have to give it back now. Yes. So, um, uh, but yeah, like and you like just with the whole selling the beat thing, that was a really big step for me. Um, and the thing is, is that we've been struggling for the last year to try to find other people to do stuff with. And then Brady started meeting people at State, and now we have this big group that oh, just keeps yeah. getting bigger. Uh, including other producers and artists as well. We actually just finished our first full song yesterday. No way. Yeah, Ooh. with two people. Um, it's it's very raw right now. We haven't really done too much with it, but it's exciting because we haven't been able to actually finish one. Um, but now, like honestly, and now the fact that I know we have a recording booth here, I could definitely see us putting out a song within the next year. That's like legit. That would be so cool. It's man. so exciting. That would be so hyped. Yeah. Let me get a feature. You want a feature? Dude, this guy I, just bro, sits here freestyles sometimes. Yeah. It's so funny. Honestly, bro, like, yeah, we have people starting, like, now. Like, uh, this guy named Cliff, he's the one who bought my beat yesterday. He's been doing it for, like, a year now, and, like, he he's so talented, bro. But the thing is, is that you got to start somewhere, right? right? And, if like, legit, if you want to hop on a beat, bro, we're looking for people every everywhere. We have four other people that are wanting to hop on our beats and stuff, and we record it with them. Super easy. Dude, I want to. I, I honestly like no, no. I, no one has ever seen this before, and it's like, but in my notes, I like writing just like lines. Yeah. Like I really like like clever yeah. lyrical, mm. yeah. like rap bars. Poetry but, is a really great way to learn how to do that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like. I hate poetry class though. Like yeah. I hated that shit so yeah. much. But I like. I I would like to do that, but I don't think I have the confidence to do that. To like actually like sing anything. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know. Bro, have you heard Lil Sky's raw vocals? Did you ever see that video of his producer uh, exposing his raw vocals? Yeah. Bro, if you ever don't have the confidence, listen to that and you're like, I could do better than that, bro. That. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Wow. Yeah, and we just bought auto-tune, so really, you have no other reason not to do it, That's right? That's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, not on Terrace. Like the professional version, we have a wave, Waves auto tune. It does the same thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop on a beat. Yeah, bro. Yes, Dude, yeah, please. And we'll be here be recording awesome. now. So That'd be so awesome. Yeah, it's incredible. Come in, do a, a, a episode, go out, record a beat. That'd yeah. be so much Hell fun. Yeah. Dog. Um, I sorry. I'm gonna go back to basketball because you brought up a coach, Mitch. Yeah. And I feel like I didn't give you enough time to air out what you needed to say. Okay. If you wanted to talk about that final season after I left. Mm. I mean, uh, sure. I don't know. Is that, is that something you'd want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. for sure. Because um, the thing is, I don't have any malicious intent towards him anymore. I did when I was there with him. Um, so did everyone else on the team. Who was on that team? So it was Mo, Malik, uh, Liam, Aiden, Zane, Logan. Was Tiff on that Tiff, team? Yeah, Tiff was on it. Um few others i it's been so long bro yeah yeah um but yeah they were all with mitch and it was a rough season bro like was kirby the coach too or yeah he was he was assistant coach okay kirby okay. yeah he i love kirby he was great he yeah. was one that kind of balanced it out for everybody oh no 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 kirby was our coach for my grade 11 year assistant coach and then logan's dad was our coach assistant okay. coach i love logan's dad too he was yeah. he was the best um but the thing is with mitch is that he was so unaware of what he was doing to the players. He didn't realize that 
he his actions really destroyed every player's confidence, uh, except for maybe Malik's because you know Malik deserved you know the kind Malik's of attention he got. Best, yeah. Malik, yeah, he's playing in Ontario right now. He's yeah. so such a talented kid, uh, and I definitely see him going somewhere with ball. But um, I have no malicious intent towards Mitch anymore. But I'm not afraid to say that he ruined my career. He hands down destroyed my confidence, and whenever I talked to him about it, it always made me feel like it was my fault, um, and kind of just put down whatever I said because I'm the younger player. I don't know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I'm the coach. Fucking listen to me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he legit said to me one day after a game. It's been so long, I can't even remember. It was along the lines of, "You just haven't been doing well these last three games. That's why I'm benching you so much." Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, and I said to him. You know I can do well. I had a 40-point game last week against yeah. Cochran. <laughs> like, and you're going to sit here and tell me that I'm not good enough to get those kind of minutes? Um, and it that blew my top. We just had a really rock relationship after that. You're like, my mom, I don't want to expose oh, her. Oh, I love you, my I, <laughs> I don't want to expose her. But the thing is, my mom is the sweetest woman oh. and is so self-aware in those situations with sports and not blaming the coach. And she really didn't like him. Yeah, she that's really, like, something then, right? she said something to him. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Let me tell you something. His yeah. mom is one of the nicest goddamn people. I love her to death. She bought me food so many goddamn times. <laughs> your mom used to drive me to tournaments. Yeah. Like your mom, and she was our fucking one of the uh, coaches. Yep. Our, grade ten. Uh, our, in a grade ten year, yep. she is one of the nicest people ever. Yeah. So for her not to give him like even like. Um, you know, some like doubt, you know, mm-hmm. like even to like give him like, hey, maybe this, that, mm-hmm. like for them to actually say that, it's mm-hmm. like, wow. You know? Yeah, she, oh God, I am so lucky to have a mother like her. She is so great. And the thing is, is it wasn't just me. She was so angry about what pushed her over the edge is that she was also like the coach was also treating my friends like shit. Uh, Mo almost quit basketball because of him, and you know Mo, like I know Mo, yeah. he is he's, a basketball. He's player. still yeah. playing, like you know. Yeah, he's still trying his hardest, and yeah. he, there was a lot of trauma I can tell from Mitch and what he did to that team. Yeah. So sometimes coaches can really make or break like the oh, sport yeah. and how much oh, yeah. you love it. Yeah, it's terrible. The thing, the di- the stark difference between Mitch and my club coach da- David. Oh, I love David. He was so good. Uh, the thing is, is that David was a leader and. Mitch was a... He's like a commander. Yeah. He's a, mil- he's a general. Yeah, he was a coach. That's all he yeah. was. He was just a coach. While David was a leader. Like, he would tell you... He would shoot the shit with you if you were doing wrong, but he would let you know whether you were doing a good job. And that was just... It was so hard to really try to balance basketball and, like, should I keep keep going because I ever think about Mitch and I think about David. Um, and I don't know. It just kind of happened. But, yeah, that's the story with Mitch. Uh like again, I don't, I don't hate him or anything. I think he was just doing the best he could with what he had, but he was pretty fucking. You guys fucking suck. Yeah, but he sucked <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I want to talk about your childhood a little bit. Okay. So, yeah, um, I was so excited about this Batman sweater yeah. part. <laughs> so I already kind of gave something away to you yeah. before we even had the mics on, but um, before we get into that, I wanted to say you. Someone told me you moved around a lot when you were a kid. Yeah, so my dad works in the oil industry. He uh, worked his way from the bottom, and he's a project manager now, and his company has been sold and rebought like, I don't know, four times. So uh, he was forced to move around a lot, 
uh, especially. So we moved from Cold Lake, where I was born, to, I think, Nova Scotia. Oh, I don't sure. remember that at all. Uh, I was too young. I see pictures. It's pretty cool. But then we moved to Edmonton, uh, kind of downtown Edmonton, kind of in Grimier's parts. But it was still a pretty nice neighborhood. And uh, moved from there to Toefield. I lived there for a good chunk of my life from grade three till grade eight. So five years. Uh, and then I moved to Langdon, and I've been there ever since, and now I moved downtown. So, Damn, yeah, you've been all over. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, and the tough part about that was that uh, I never got to make any deep-rooted connections like a lot of people have. Like, mm. a lot of people have at least one friend. They're like, oh, I've been friends with him for, you know, 15 since years. Born, yeah. yeah, I've been there with him since kindergarten. Uh, I've never been able to do that. Every time I'd make a deep-rooted connection, I'd be, you know, moving. Well, I'll see you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally. I will not talk to you anymore. Goodbye. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, I've got some really good connections here with all my friends, so. Yes, yeah, and you're living in Calgary now. I feel like you guys are gonna live here for a little bit. Oh yeah. So it's like you got you got your roots. Yeah. You got your goddamn roots. Yeah, man. I'm I'm so excited. Leave. I honestly, me compared now compared to a year ago, completely different people, mm-hmm. hands down. And it's me been me too, honestly. Yeah, it's like only I, a year, right? Yeah. It doesn't seem like there'd be that much change. But and in a year from now, happen. you're probably gonna be an even different person. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Only keep growing. Yeah, you should. Sure. That's what you should do, though. That's yeah. like you should always be adapting and like mm-hmm. growing. You definitely, you should not stay static. You, oh, if you're 100%. staying static for a long time, you're doing something wrong. I don't know how people do that, bro. Like, yeah, I don't know. I like to stay stagnant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ross actually hasn't moved a muscle no, this yeah, entire no. podcast. He's staring directly at me, not blinking. Only my uh, lips, my tongue, <laughs> my mouth, and my jaw. It looks like a moving mouth on him, honestly. It just yeah. looks like a mannequin. It's like a cartoon. It's animated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you have, or you had, I guess, ADHD. Uh, had. Had. Uh, have? Have, yeah. Have? I don't know if that goes away. I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because uh, apparently it was, like, pretty pretty bad when you were younger and you kind of got diagnosed, you know. Uh-huh. So, uh, actually, my mom told me stories in grade three. I had, I was never diagnosed with it. We don't know if what it was. But mm-hmm. I was a very anxious kid. I would wash my hands seven times every time I went to the bathroom. Damn. Yeah. Uh, my hands got really bad. I got bad eczema from that. Um, I would... My mom told me to not share my hat with anyone at school because of lice. And the next day I went and asked every single kid in my class, do you have lice? Um, and just shit like that. Um, yeah. That I don't know if it correlates with just setting up new connections and everything. And I just kind of like snapped as a kid. I went fucking bonkers. Um, but, yeah, I grew up with that. It went away. I had a lot of sensory issues, which was probably the first signs of me having ADHD. I couldn't cut my nails and rub them on jeans. It would be too uh, uncomfortable for me or polyester. Um, that's kind of correlates with ADHD sensory issues. And then, uh, one day last year I was working online, uh, for school and I told my mom, Hey, I can't sit still during class. I sit there and I'm on my phone constantly. I, I just, I can't do anything. It's too hard. I can't focus. I'm so exhausted by 15 minutes that I just can't do it anymore. And, um, She's apologized to me now, but she like kind of didn't believe me. She's like, you had such good grades growing up, which is it's completely fair. Um, so I kind of just gave up on it. And then she did a little more research and she formally apologized to me. And she's like, you know, I think we should go get you tested because the more I think about it, the more signs you show. Um, and funny enough, like I went to a what, what's her name? A psychologist? Yeah. No. Like uh, a therapist? The, the one a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dr. Barack. He's really good. Um, Barack? 
Yeah, Dr. Morocco. Oh, Morocco. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Barack Obama? Yeah, he's my second. Yeah, that's what he's doing after being the president. Yeah, he diagnosed me and now I'm on Vivads and I'm fucking like jittery all day long, but it helps a lot. It really does. I know a lot of people on Vivads, mm-hmm. like an insane amount of people take Vivads. Like, it's super normal to have Some are ADHD. prescribed too, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah, around here in this university, yeah. definitely yeah. not, bro. Oh, my God. It's a problem. Um, yeah. But uh, honestly, yeah, the thing is that sucks so much about getting diagnosed with ADHD is everyone tells you, oh, everyone's diagnosed with ADHD. Oh, it's really? Like, oh, fuck. It's like, oh, your problems? Yeah, everybody has them. It's like, okay, great. <laughs> You're not special. Yeah. Well, it's not really about being special. It's more like your problems don't matter that much. Yeah, you know? because there's so many people who just yeah. get used to it, right? Just like sit still during class. Just yeah. focus. Like, God. <laughs> it's pretty simple. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it is definitely being more diagnosed today because I think what's happening to it is is it's not really the same thing, kind of. But, you know, how autism, is, how autism has turned into one prevalent or not prevalent, but like single diagnosis yeah. to a scale. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. exactly what's happening with ADHD. There's a, like so oh, many more people that, that makes sense because like somebody could have sensory issues, like very small ones. And that's a sign of ADHD. It doesn't mean they're going to get diagnosed. But if you have sensory issues and you have like focus issues, you're most likely going to be diagnosed because uh, for people with ADHD, learning is not easy a lot of the time. Um, and the thing is, I thought I was just lazy. I thought I was lazy. I thought I didn't have any uh, will to, you know, put an effort to school specifically. But it was more the fact that those people need to shut the fuck up. And I got diagnosed and I got I'm on medication now and it's working wonders. Like it's, it's really wonders. Good. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about uh, this picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Okay, that well, actually. Listeners, wait, before you, before you even talk about it, yeah. it's a picture of uh, a young. How old would you say you are in this pic? Uh, I must. I can't even tell, bro. That must have been nine, ten, uh-huh. something like that. With just a shaved head. Yep. I, bro, I literally look like an egg. Yeah. Like, you put a picture of an egg next to that. It's exactly the same. Exactly yeah. the same. And the thing is that actually ties into my ADHD because I play with my hair a lot. I twirl it. I knot it. Sometimes I knot it so bad that I have to actually rip out the knot oh. and I lose hair sometimes. you could, If you look closely, I have some hairs that are shorter than others because I knot it and oh. pull it out. But uh, the thing is my mom hated that I did that. And so <laughs> back then, obviously, she didn't, she didn't know. I don't yeah. blame her at all. It was actually just funny thinking about it. Um, she shaved my head because she's like, if you don't stop playing with your hair, I'm going to shave your head. Don't, don't, please don't take that as in like a malicious way. Like I'm going to shave your head kind of thing. (laughs) She was trying to help me. Um, but yeah, she shaved my head and I bawled my eyes out. (laughs) I looked so terrible. That's why I can't wear beanies. Um, yeah. So that, that's where that's from. Tell me about Darcy. Okay. Fuck. This is a story. So this was about two years ago. I met this girl off Tinder. Um, That's really hit it off. I really mm-hmm. liked her a lot. Mm-hmm. She, we just melded so well. She was, you know, really funny, really sweet. She was really smart. She was in uh, pre-med, something like that, you see. Um, and we dated about eight months, something like that. Not very long, not a year or anything. And uh, it was going really good. It was going really, really good for like for about seven and a half months up until the last bit. And she did not communicate with me at all that she was not feeling it. She she told me that she fell out 
actually, you know, what was worse is that she told me that she wasn't ready to say I love you, which I said first. And then she said that she was just too scared to tell me that she didn't. I'm like, all right, well, that's fucked up, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I can't be with somebody like that. Like, no. If you can't communicate, just be fucking honest with me. It's such bullshit that people are so scared to do that. But People don't like communicating, man. I've noticed in this day and age, dating is so hard because people uh-huh. do not like to communicate. People aren't confrontational. That's yeah. the issue. And you need to be, not necessarily in any sort of like malicious way. Yeah. You just need to like... Yeah, confrontation has such a negative connotation to it, but yeah. confrontation in general is just speaking the truth yeah, and, literally. you know stuff like that but having a conversation about it yeah exactly just you know maybe just chat with me it does that sound so hard um it's impossible i can't speak to you yeah (laughs) i can't chat sorry chat is not my vocabulary but um we didn't even fight bro we didn't even fight for the seven and a half months we always fixed our problems pretty quickly we had pretty opposing views but we also got over it pretty quick and she told so basically we're sitting in my bed one day and we like to watch a lot of shows so we're just watching something uh, I look at her phone, which go, went off, and I'm not the type to snoop through phones, but I saw this guy's name pop up on her Snapchat a few times. I'm like, and she told me it was a partner for a class. I'm like, you know, it's been two months since you've had that partner. Um, I'm like, oh, who's that? And she's like, oh, that's no one. And I didn't think about it for a second. And then I asked her again, and I could just tell from a body language that she was like uncomfortable with me asking that. I'm like, okay, show me who that is, because I can tell you're kind of hiding something here. And then... She went silent and I looked at her and she started crying and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, all right, well, just get it over with. And it was exactly what I was thinking. She, but here's the interesting part about it. She never physically cheated in the definition of physical cheating. She never talked. She never saw him in person. She never um, kissed him, never had sex with him, anything like that, which I believe her on. I actually asked him myself Um, and I, like I said it honestly, so I, I believe him too. They're both honest people in that sense. Um, that they'll admit when they do something wrong. It's just hard to admit it in the first place. Yeah. Um, and she basically told me she'd been talking to him for three months behind my back, which was her ex. The guy was her ex, by the way, under a different oh. name in her phone. Oh. Um, and she told me that she was too scared to tell me that she was like talking to him, which I didn't get why, because I told her before, like, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not crazy like that. I'm not in high school still where you can't speak with anyone you've ever dated before. I really don't give a shit as long yeah. as I can trust you. Um, and apparently that just didn't wrap around a thick skull. And just why didn't she just tell me about it? But anyways, I found out about it, you know, cried in the bathroom for about an hour, something like that. Yeah. Um, and my dumb ass tried to fix it. Cause, but the thing is, is that I think I was a bit justified in the way that it's not in the definition of cheating but it was emotional cheating and that's something that's I, even I, harder no, to I'd deal agree. with like i'd agree that that's yeah. still not cool because like, she was confiding with him with communicating with him like she wasn't with me um and that really fucked me up because i'm like do i forgive her do i break up with her and i went with the route that was easiest in the fact of not breaking up with her because i still wanted to be with her and we tried for about three weeks um and she was just not giving a shit she wasn't trying uh i was dumb and immature for you know, hitting up my ex during that time, even when we were trying to work it out. We weren't dating. We broke up, but we were trying to work it out. Uh, and then she flipped shit, and she's like, why would you talk to your ex? I'm like, hmm, funny. Why would I talk to my ex? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, now that you bring it up, yeah. <laughs> what? That's a great goddamn question. <laughs> why 
<laughs> in God's name, would I talk to my ex? <laughs> Bro, it was literally one of those moments like, we got him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. waiting for that. Yeah. Yeah. 4K, man. Like, what? what the fuck, though? That's so stupid. <laughs> She's like, why are you talking to your ex? I give her like a half grin, like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fall in the trap. Well, I'm sure there's a wire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a wire on me this whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we could just kind of ended it from there. She flipped shit. Okay, this is fucking funny because after that, so she painted me. A, she was an amazing artist. So I'm not even going to lie. She, I still have her stuff hung up in my room. Oh, damn. Um, she was an amazing artist. She painted a scene from Legend of Zelda. It's really amazing. And she's like, I always joke to her about during our relationship because we both had a really ironic sense of humor. I'm like, I'm going to sell it, you know, probably one day. <laughs> I make a lot of money off it once we break up. Um and so she she I don't know I don't know if she's trying to get my attention or something she's like I want my painting back I'm like yeah no you're not getting your painting back uh, and she's like okay well you're not getting your headphones back because she borrowed them uh, without asking me she just took them from so my drawer so she stole them pretty much yeah <laughs> um, but I knew about it a couple days after I'm like okay fine and then we broke up and then she's like okay I'm not giving your headphones back I'm like alright fine so I put the frame I, I put the painting I kept it on the wall I took this bag and put a different frame in it like I framed it differently mm -hmm. without showing her. I put in a bag specifically so she wouldn't see. And she didn't want to see me, so I used this to my advantage. <laughs> and I put a picture of our old pictures in it in the old frame, like of us as a couple. I put it on her porch, uh, and she took it inside and dropped my headphones off and left inside. And she, I guess she didn't see it right away because I took my headphones and fucking sprinted off yeah. that porch and sped home. And she's like, you're a fucking dick. Uh, and just so went off on funny. me. She's like, I'm never talking to you again. And, that is so funny. And she blocked me. Yep. Dude, that's so smart. That's genius. That <laughs> Honestly, is I so feel good. bad about it now, but goddamn, that was probably one of the most demon things I've oh, ever yeah. done. That was so funny. savage. Yeah. That's hilarious. Because yeah. she's like, oh, yes, my painting. And then it's just like, you guys. <laughs> yeah. like, <Fuck>. No. <laughs> she's got a picture of me cutting up her pictures. I'm like, all right. <laughs> cool. Fuck? I don't, I don't yeah. want them. I'm yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you. Oh, consider my temper shivered. <laughs> I, I, I didn't give anything back. Yeah. I didn't give anything back to either of my exes. Oh, really? Oh, no. I think, okay, one of my exes, I just fucking threw her suitcase on her porch and then left. <laughs> but then, yeah. the, then the other one, I didn't give anything back. I was like, fuck it. I'm, <laughs> I'm either keeping this from uh, straight to the dumpster. Yeah. Nah, fuck it. Honestly, yeah. Fuck it. I donated some shit to mm. like like those fucking like clubs. The bins? Yeah, yeah. I donated to those like charity bins because mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want it, but it's better than just like burning. Yeah, at least like, you're doing <laughs> something kind of great. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> something like <Something> that. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, that's about Darcy, pretty much. Fucking Darcy, um, man. A lot of my I'm so other. I'm glad we didn't say <laughs> name. <laughs> that is so. Funny. That caught me off guard. <laughs> that is so fucking funny. You gotta cut that, bro. Gotta cut <laughs> Please that. cut that. Please. I'll believe it. <laughs> <laughs>yeah, 10 minutes, something like that. So do you, like, walk up to your, uh, you have a sister? Yeah. You have a twin, twin sister. sister, and do you walk up to your sister and go, uh, so, when I was your age, <laughs> and describe something you did 10 minutes ago? I remember when I was stupid, ten like, 10 minutes ago. Minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm older. We actually have a really good relationship now, me and my sister. We we fucking butthead so much as kids. We still butthead nowadays, but my mom was so right in telling me, like, your siblings are going to be your best friends when you grow up. Ah, uh, I love her to death, and she's like, she's become so much fun to hang out with nowadays. I'm thinking back as a kid, like, 
I can't believe we had all these issues, but it's really turned into like, I'm going to go get fucked up with my sister at the club kind of thing. It's yeah. so much fun, dude. It's crazy. You guys look like twins too, which Do we? is fucking yeah. funny. Oh, yeah. It's so funny because people always, and you'll ask any other twin this when they're uh, fraternal. It's like, are you guys identical? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no <that was> <laughs> we are not identical. I'm a man. <laughs> I am a man. I am a man. Yeah. She's not a man. I only know one pair of identical twins. Who's that? You know, you remember Mary and CJ? Was the Chestermere? Yeah, they were in my grade. I, I know, yeah. No, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. yeah. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I would always see one of them think it's the same person. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude, yeah. dude, I actually didn't know for so long, and then all of a sudden I saw two of them, and I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. And then one had black hair, and I was like, I like her. Yeah. Like her. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's sometimes scary because once you get to know twins, it's like, is it offensive if I don't remember which one is which? And then yeah. it's always such a struggle. It's like, that one. Yeah, it's just, it's yeah. just a 50-50. I'll guess. <laughs> do you have a favorite? Sorry to cut you off. No, it's okay. Do you have a favorite twin story? Uh, nothing not emotional. Oh, um, go emotional. I can't even recall any right now because my sister and I only really started to like create those memories now. But we went to Res and took Molly. Uh, What? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you have no story. Wait, what the fuck? Is that the picture I saw with your eyes? Yeah, bro. Oh, my God. I got to. Can I actually show you this picture really quick? Yeah. You should see this photo. It's so funny. Bro, I look like like an anime character. Like my eyes are fucking massive. So how did this start? What did you just decide? (laughs) So my sister's boyfriend. He uh, is really into EDM festivals, and I think she, like Taylor's always been into EDM, but she he started getting her into going um, to EDM. So there's this girl named Rez. You guys might have heard of her. She's pretty big. Um, she was at the tents at Stampede. Uh, I'm like, fuck it. Like I don't like EDM, but I'll go to like a fra- rave. Raves are so much fucking fun. Everyone's just sweating and just getting fucked up yeah. at the rave. Um, and uh, it's like, why don't we take Molly? I'm like. I mean, I only live once. I could <laughs> could literally stop living soon. But uh, there's a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy that knows a dog that goes a guy that has sells Molly. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but it's like a trusted source. Like it's clean. Like we know it's clean and we trust them. Um, and so I'm like, fuck it. Why not? I spent uh, 40 bucks for two pills. Um, oh, they're like pills. Get in there. Get into Stampede. Get into the porta potty. No water. Dry swallow that shit. Get stuck in my throat. And I'm oh. sitting there like, rawr, rawr, and I'm sitting there like, I'm going to die. I'm going to fucking That'd die. That'd be really and funny. It's not even like, it is due to the molly, but yeah, not that you know <laughs> yeah. like, That'd be hilarious if you died. Yeah, but that'd not be so ironic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I could start to taste it. It was the most bitter fucking thing you could ever taste. It was disgusting. Um, and my mouth was already dry because I was so nervous. So it took me a good, like, two minutes to try to, like, <laughs> like get it down my throat. Uh, and then I like something completely different. <laughs> I'm actually right beside Ross right now, but <laughs> um, but yeah, so I get out of the porta potty and I don't feel anything about 30 minutes. It takes a while to kick in, uh, and then all of a sudden my jaw starts clenching like, literally, like, like you could see physically clenching. Have you guys ever seen somebody on Molly? Yeah, it's very obvious, it's, really it's obvious. so obvious. They're like. Yeah. Ugh, wide-eyed. Their pupils like, are the size of black eyes holes. Are like darting around all the yeah. time, right? They're looking at everything. And the thing is, other drugs do that, but the thing that really gets you is the molly jaw because yeah. you actually almost have to chew gum while you're on it because you can't constantly clenching your jaw. And the way I would describe it is you're not doing it on purpose. It's kind of subconscious, and it was almost soothing. 
just clench your jaw and like mm. just tighten it. Um, and I'll sit there, I'll just grind my teeth the whole time. But then once it hits, the colors get so vibrant and the music's so much louder. And then Reyes come on. It was honestly, dude, one of the best nights of my life. I would highly recommend taking that Illegal recreational drugs. drug. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to do it again, you know, at some uh-huh. point. Uh, I'm really exposing myself here. Maybe yeah, I, I was, yeah, I was actually here. considering like, uh, I don't know if Ethan's going to get a job after this. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan's uh, strip, Nick. We'll yeah. just see that. It's like, that's my other guy. But yeah. I can't find this picture for some reason. Um, but yeah, that that was my story on Molly. And you have but, an older sister. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. She goes to UBC. She's, take, she's probably one of the smartest people I know. She's... Yeah. Um, she, she's taking a dual major, something to do with coding and biology at the same time. She wants to make algorithms for organic life. What I'm like, fuck? what the fuck? You're, That's crazy. You definitely came off a different side of the tree in this family. Cause <laughs> me and Taylor are like, mm, feelings. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she's probably one of the smartest people I know. I love her to death. So yeah. Two sisters. Lots of love. Lots of love. Lots of love. And on that note. Ethan, it's been great having you on. Yeah, bro. Thank you. Thank you. This is so much fun. I really appreciate you guys. That was a good little uh, talk with Ethan. <laughs> that was a, yeah, that was good. awesome. That man. little uh, that little story at the end was, uh, you know, <laughs> He's, I've seen that picture too, man. Yeah. It's like, you sent that fucking picture to me, and I was like, why do you look like that? Like, what, what's wrong? I what's up? Hey. Okay. That is Greg. Gregor Ivanov. Yeah, yeah. It's our technician. This hey. is our uh, engineer in the booth. Yeah. Are you Russian? No, Bulgarian. Bulgarian. Oh, okay. Bulgarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ivanov. Yeah. I know. I, I hear that all the time, bro. <laughs> They'd be like, Ivanov, so Russia. I'm like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> that's Actually, the first thing nah. Think of. Yeah, literally, that's the first thing people think of and shit. Yeah. Yeah. From Budapest? <laughs> Pretty sure that's in Hungary, bro. I thought you were Hungarian. No, no. Oh, this is French. No, oh, my your friend's, friend's Hungarian. Hungarian. I'm Bulgarian. Yeah. Oh, I heard Hungarian. I listen Sorry. to you, Greg. Don't worry. Thank you, bro. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I don't listen to you, fucking Greg. <laughs> God damn it. No, actually, Greg, this is the third segment. Because yeah. you fucked up. I'm just kidding. I'm, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. But just, a l- just disappointed. I'm not. No, I'm not even disappointed. I really don't care. Because <laughs> yeah. that episode still came out, Greg. Great. Yeah, it was perfect. That episode came out, Greg. That's what I just said. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Anyways. No, yeah, Greg. So you're the new, uh, you're the new engineer on this little uh, escapade, huh? Yeah, I'm kind of escapading this shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know I'm used to producing, bro. I'm not used to being on the mic, but yeah. I'll, I'll adjust, bro. I'll adjust. Yeah. You're doing fine, man. Yeah. You're doing fine. Yeah, yeah. I've been on, I've been on air a few times. Yeah. So. You're in broadcast, you know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, bro. How's that been going? Broadcasting? Yeah. It's good. It's uh, well, I took last year off because it was like. COVID and shit. Yeah. So they were like, okay, so you still take the program, but you can't use the studio or any of the equipment. I'm like, oh. What the hell am I doing here? Yeah, I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, I'm just going to do gen eds. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm just going to hammer those out because I uh, don't really want to waste a year of my tuition on like not being able to use yeah. the stuff. You know literally I mean? just learning out of a book and not yeah. actually doing anything. Yeah, literally. And they're like, oh, like film on your phone and stuff. I'm like, nah. What? <laughs> nah, I'd rather film. But like, we'll come in here like like drunk, just like I said, like <laughs> screw around on the, uh, like in the recording studio and shit. Yeah. Stuff like that. Start blasting music, especially like where I'm sitting right now. <laughs> like this is technically like, you could set this up as like a practice room. So I just like put on like, I don't know, Kendrick or some shit. And my That's buddy just start sick. blasting it because it gets loud as shit. You can turn yeah. it up loud. Oh, I bet. And it's soundproof. So, like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it's at my disposal. When I'm hammered, I'm going to be like, yeah, let's go to the studio, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you think about it, you're like, yep, this is yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking funny. That was, uh, yeah, no, that's how I learned because we were just uh, out one night and then uh, you came back and you're like, guys, you want to go to the studio? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's go to the studio. And you just showed me around, gave me a little tour. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. And then Ross was like, you want to record my podcast? I'm like, nah, I'm good. No, yeah. no. <laughs> And then I put a gun to his head. I was like, do you want to record my podcast? You say yes, Greg. Yeah. The That's right answer, answer is <laughs> yes. I right, you want to talk about Will Smith at the Oscars? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I looked up so fast. I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Greg, no. But uh, there were some. Uh, I'm, I'm doing this on air. What? So we have witnesses. There were some technical difficulties. Yeah. I just want to explain what happened yeah. last week. And no, it's not of your fault. It's fine. It, it is, happened. But, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, like, you know, stuff happens, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no point blaming anyone, you know? But, uh, yeah, no. So we had to cut uh, me and Jay's segment last week. <laughs> and I'm sure, like, the listeners were like, oh, where are those two yeah. funny guys at the start of the end of the show? <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't come here for the guests. <laughs> I come here for Ross doing yeah. stupid voices like this one. They just want to hear me, man. Yeah. yeah. And they want to hear Jay. <laughs> <laughs> they want to hear Jay get mad deep. Exactly. Yeah. Super philosophical mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about my exes. <laughs> yeah, about his exes. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, what, what happened? Oh, you want me to tell what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell I, the story. I, so what happened was... uh. We had a good uh, Josh Martin on the uh-huh. show last week. And uh, so I was like, oh, let me just, uh, I'm just in here recording and shit. So let me, uh, let me talk to Josh. And I was like looking at it. I had the mic off in here. And so I was like, oh, no. I'm like looking at the levels. I'm like, oh, no, it's good. Like they can't hear me. And I forgot that what hit me was I was probably recording off the mic on the, on the monitor here. So i was they literally heard the like me and josh in the background doing their segment like us just like shooting the shit so <laughs> it blended in and it didn't work so we just had to cut it but now i know yeah now second episode is running smooth yeah <laughs> you live and you learn man it's you live smooth. and you learn oh exactly. shit the audio's not on no i'm just kidding no. okay. <laughs> greg. <laughs> greg. Oh. oh he played that off really well guys greg. he made like a surprised face yeah. when i was looking at him sorry don't do that <laughs> Okay. That's so funny. Don't do. I almost just came over and <laughs> beat you like a small child. <laughs> that was yeah. funny, man. Got oh. a prankster in the oh studio. Oh my god, yeah, dude! April Fool's. We like yesterday. we like to have fun here. We like to have fun. Here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, <laughs> that's the show. Yeah. Fucking goddamn it, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> God. We love you, Greg. We love you, Greg. Love you, boys. For real. Love yeah. you. Couldn't do it without you, man. Yeah, no, and I uh, just wanted to sh- introduce everyone to uh, Gregor. Yeah. Gregor Ivanov. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. But uh, yeah, no, that's the show. Jay, do you have anything else to add? Are you satisfied? I'm satisfied. That was a good ass podcast. This has been a TVV production. Who is with Ross O'Terry is hosted by Ross O'Terry and myself, Jaden Coquet. Executively produced by Ross O'Terry and Abdullah Tip Abdullah. Co-produced by Brody Lester and Bell Newen. Engineered by Greg Ivanov. Edited by Greg Ivanov and Ross O'Terry. Theme music is by Ethan Goring and the incidental music is by Liam Cannon. You can rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts and you may have a chance to get featured on the show. 